0: Hello everybody, welcome to Scripture Talk. This is Emeka Iduma and I want to welcome you to another episode of um, Scripture Talk. Last week I hosted my friend Laulu and we spoke at length, um, concerning the Christian and the marketplace, it was some interesting time we had. We did ten episodes together. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I will encourage you strongly to go back and do listen to it because. We we talked about the thing. The first five episodes, episodes we talked about faith and the marketplace. Just talking about how to engage your faith as a believer in the marketplace. And the second one, we then talked about the supernatural or the Christian, really, and the, and the marketplace. Just talking generally about the lifestyle of a Christian where um work or secular job is concerned well um for the next um will i say five or couple of episodes um i sense in my heart to sort of go a little bit deeper into some of the conversations that we've had and um we'll we'll just look at how to or building a strong work ethic um you know i sort of struggled with this and Somehow I felt like you know th- these are these are simple things that you will expect every believer to know. So uh, why why is it that I'm I'm having it in my heart to talk about this thing? So at some point I, I you know I struggled with it a little bit, but of course we 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 try to follow our heart and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, so we'll, we'll talk about building a strong walk ethic. Um, and I will just read our anchor scripture, and we can pray. Um, Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty-eight. I'll read the Amplified Classic. Um, the Bible says, "Let the thief, let the thief steal no more, but rather let him be industrious, making an honest living with his own hands, so that he may be able to give to those." in need. So, the Bible is saying here, um, this is according to Ephesians, and we're going to look at a number of all the scriptures, but first of all, let us just pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We ask that you give us understanding and revelation and insight. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I want to say to you, don't switch off. This might look quite simple to you, but I will encourage you to just stay as we keep um, looking at these things, especially because faith doesn't come by having heard. Faith comes by hearing and hearing about the Word of God. We might say some things that will help you tremendously in your walk or your business you know as we go. Remember we're looking at this strictly from the principles in God's Word. So um, we'll start out looking at seven reasons why every Christian must walk. Um, Now, work in this sense could be a business, it could be taking up a secular job, you know, but there are seven reasons that we want to look at. These are not the only reasons in the Bible, but we're looking at this from the standpoint of the New Testament especially. Uh, We'll bring in some Old Testament scriptures in here, but we just want to look at the epistles and see um, what the Bible talks about work and walking, you know, so we'll, we'll start from there you know and all but you want to see here from our anchor scripture that um from Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28 that the bible says let him who steal no more um let him that let the thief steal more no more but rather let him be industrious or let him walk you know so the first thing we can see from here is that it is God's will for every man it is God's will for man or every believer you know to walk, so that's the first. I I know um, that that is the first or uh, the starting point, right? That God's desire is that every man walk. By by man here we mean man and woman. You know, as long as you come of age and you're within legal working age, you should put in some work, you know, and even growing and and, um, raising children, you need to put in the consciousness of work in them. Not a lazy attitude, but a consciousness of work and diligence and and just drum it down into their ears, you know, into their lifestyle. Well, we, we, we can go back to the book of beginnings to see what God's will for man is and if we look at genesis chapter 2 verse 15 you know the bible says that then the lord god took the man i'm reading the new king james the bible says the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to tend it and keep it so we can see here um first of all that when god created the heavens and the earth and eventually created man he gave man the dominion over everything bottom, bottom line saying well i've made this i made this for you you're in charge you know then he then gives him the the ability and the grace you know to then take care of the garden of eden which was man's home you know, so so God created the entire earth, but he then made a garden of Eden that would be man's home. So in the vast land and seas and oceans in the world, God decided to make the garden of Eden man's home, at least Adam and Eve. You know, and the, the plan was for them to then keep expanding that as they multiplied across the face of the earth. So man was now responsible to tend and to keep um that that garden this was man's official assignment official designation you know and um you can see that that god's intent for man was to walk we see even from the creation that god was walking you know because the bible will say this that um on the seventh day god rested and it's interesting you know um on the seventh day he rested from all of his labors you know on the seventh day he rested you know that means that god walked and after some point when he was done with walking genesis chapter 2 verse 3 says and then god blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work. So not only do we see that God, it is God's way for every man to walk, which is our first point. We also see just right under that that God Himself is is not a layabout. He's not. He doesn't just sit down. I, I know that some people have this mindset of God that He just sits down in a chair, you know, twenty-four hours, seven days a week, um, and He's just looking, right? You know, just chilling. You know, we can see here. That, um, and we'll see this in the second point, but we can see here that God also walks, and, um, and God's plan and purpose for man is to walk. Right? So that's the first point. Seven reasons why every Christian must walk. One of them is that, the first one is that it is God's will, you know, for man to walk. The second reason is that we ought to follow the example of Jesus. Of course, the Bible talks about us following in his steps, talking about Jesus Christ, that we ought to follow in the steps of Jesus. So, when we look at Jesus and say, okay, what did Jesus do? Did Jesus walk? You know, can we look at the example of Jesus And walk. Of course, we can see that in John chapter 5, verse 17. John chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible says, Jesus answered, My father has been walking until now, and I have been walking. So Jesus is saying that as my father is walking, so am I walking. It's important to understand that God didn't just rest. Uh, and continued resting after the creation. We can see from Jesus' statement that God has been walking since then. He just rested that day on the seventh day. John chapter 9 verse 4 says, I must walk work the walks of him who sent me while it is day, the bible says the night is coming when no one can walk so we see that again that jesus is saying that i walk the walks of him that sent me you know first john chapter 2 verse 6 says he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk as he walked you know Now, this is not walk in that sense, but walking, he's saying that if you say that you abide in Jesus, then you yourself need to do the same things that he did, you need to take the same steps that he takes, he took while he was on earth. And what is that step? We see that Jesus did walk. You know, and and let me just uh, stop here and, and take a side thought on this, right? There is a difference between working in the ministry and working a secular job, right? And um, so I know that there'll be people who are called to what you call a full-time ministry. Um, I'm talking about as Christians. There'll be people who are laity. That means they're not ministers. They're not called to full-time ministry, but they are called to probably the ministry of help. uh, So they will take a regular job, right? There's a difference between both. Not everybody will be called to the ministry, right? And there are those that, um, whether you're called to the ministry or not, it is important that all of us as believers need to find and follow God's plans and God's assignment for our lives, you know. So the, the just thinking a little bit about the, the work of the ministry, right? The word of, work of the ministry is first spiritual, and then it is natural now i'm just putting this out there so that you can understand this and we'll give scriptures here the work of the ministry is first spiritual and then natural it's not natural it's not spiritual alone but it's spiritual and natural it's not natural alone it is both spiritual and natural secular jobs are largely natural you know secular jobs are naturally natural that's why um those who are in the ministry are called i uh, said that they are in spiritual leadership right it, it is first spiritual yes there's a natural aspect to it you know but when you talk about secular jobs it is largely in natural things can there be a spiritual thing yes if christians who are spiritual beings you know people who are alive unto god you know and living um, in god take secular jobs they can actually affect the physical with the spiritual things that they have on their inside but ministry um, is first spiritual and then has a natural aspect to it while uh, what's it called uh, secular jobs are natural now Thinking about Jesus because that's really what we're looking at in this second point. Our second point is on the thought of it. We ought to follow the example of Jesus, and we can see that Jesus walked. He, the Bible says that he did what he saw his father doing. So Jesus walked. But we can also see from the life and ministry of Jesus that Jesus had both, or started out in having a secular job before he went into the ministry right? Uh, we'll see this in Mark 6, verse 3. He was called a carpenter. So Mark's account says that Jesus was a carpenter. Matthew's account says that he was a carpenter's son. This is when um, the uh, the guys in Nazareth of, of Galilee looked at Jesus, and, Jesus said, and they said to Jesus, we know this guy. Mark says that you are a carpenter. You know, Matthew's account says you are a carpenter's son. Both of them are right. None of them is wrong. You know, typically in those days, a son takes over the Um, what's it called the trade of his father you can see this with john and john and james james and john they they were in the zebedee fishing enterprise if you like to call it that zebedee and sons you know fishing enterprise so their father zebedee was a fisherman he had fish he he had the boats he had nets and things like that and as his boys started growing up he put them into the business peter and andrew also you know sort of like had that also even though they were a bit older than james and john but that is they, they had learned the family trade you know so jesus's father was a carpenter by the way that word carpenter there doesn't necessarily mean that he did a lot of woodwork it actually uh, is better translated as builder or a stone missing they 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 constructed their houses those days with blocks of stone so they hewed stones out of the rock and used them to make houses you know so that's the kind of houses jesus lived in and jesus was probably a builder of that of some sort so if you imagine your average mason man or your average builder the handsome guys you know what they look like jesus was probably a little muscular you know if you look at people who do all those kind of jobs in our day and age so jesus was not this fine um trimmed Looking kind of guy, <laughs> you know that um, no, um Hollywood has projected to was first of all Jesus wasn't um Caucasian, he, he wasn't white in that sense. He was, he was from the Middle East, so he probably had black hair, and he probably looked darker skinned, you know, and, and things like that. So that that was the kind of um job that Jesus did. So, so we've said two things, you know, as I wrap up this session. First of all, that. It is God's will for us to walk, right? It is God's will for us to walk, and that, that's the reason why every Christian must walk. The second thing we're saying is that we ought to follow the example of Jesus and walk, and we have talked about how that, um, was it called? Jesus was in the ministry, but before he got into the ministry, we could see that Jesus had a day job. He had a secular job as a carpenter. So, some people feel that um, when they are called to the ministry, before they answer the call, they sometimes they don't want to take up a secular job, you know, Again, there's no hard and fast rule here, you know. But we, we can see here that Jesus took up a, a secular job right up, up until he was 30 you know and got anointed for ministry and set out into ministry so so we see that jesus did that there is the spiritual aspect you know of um of the ministry and walk that we'll talk about in the next episode um we're still talking about work and we're saying that it is god's will for us to walk and we can follow um jesus's example to walk where on a quest and what is this quest to build a strong work ethic remember as christians we're supposed to be light we're supposed to be shining examples to the world and if we're going to do that then we need to look into the scriptures and find out what it says about this this thing that we call work and how we can excel and succeed in it well um i am a I i believe that um, you would have a good time as we dig a little bit deeper in these things but i but i want to say to you today that you take some time meditate upon some of the thoughts that we're having and um just ruminate over them and let the holy spirit just take that and 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 show you more bring more to your experience right as you think about this in heavenly father thank you for my listening audience thank you because you are opening their eyes thank you because even as the work go about their normal business whether it's in the ministry whether it's in the secular job or in their business life thank you because you're prospering them and opening their eyes to see how they we keep expanding and doing greater things for you we give you all the praise and glory in jesus name have a great day god bless you bye if you're hearing this message you have listened to the entire episode of scripture talk podcast and for that we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts Scripture Talk is a show where we discuss biblical subjects and answer difficult questions from the Bible. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, do not forget to share with your friends and family. See you next time.